Hi, Teddy. Hi, Viv. Hey, Amelie. Tonight, I am going to read you guys a story you've been really enjoying. It's called The Bremen Town Musicians by Walter de la Mer. Once upon a time, there was a poor old donkey. For 18 years, he worked hard carrying meal for his master, the miller. Now, he was nothing more than a bag of bones. One cold, frosty night, as he stood close to the mill for warmth, he heard the miller say to his wife, The old donkey must go. He's been a good servant, but now he's old and slow. He doesn't earn his keep. He's not worth very much. Well then, said his wife, we'll just have to get rid of him. The donkey shivered with fear, and his knobbly old knees shook under him. But he knew what he had to do. He had to leave at once. And so the donkey sneaked off and began walking down the road that led to Bremen. A little after daybreak, the donkey came to an ancient stone cross, and stretched out beneath it lay an old hound dog. The hound told the donkey that he had run away from his master. My master was a hunter, said the dog. I served him loyally all my life, but two days ago I heard him say I was old and my scent was gone. He said all I was good for was to make cat food out of. I am in the same situation myself, said the donkey kindly. But I can still bray a little, and I'm sure you could howl quite well if you needed to. Come with me to Bremen. We can join the town band. They are fine musicians, and I am sure they will welcome us. So they went on together. They had not gone more than a mile or two when they saw an old gray tabby cat. She was sitting on an orchard wall in the sun, and her face was as sad as a rainy day in December. "'Good morning, cat,' said the donkey. "'You're not looking very chipper this day.' "'Chipper,' said the cat. "'You wouldn't either if you were me. "'The minute my mistress catches me, she's going to drown me.' "'But why?' asked the hound. "'Because I am old and worn out. "'I spent my whole life catching mice for her. "'Night after night I have kept her company, "'purred and played games with her. "'I've shown her every affection, "'but she has no pity, no mercy. "'I will be drowned tomorrow.' "'Oh, humans are like that,' mumbled the old hound. "'Most, but not all,' said the donkey. "'Listen, dear cat, my friend and I have a plan. "'We are off to Bremen to join the town band. "'I bet you can still strike up a tune or two when the moon is full. "'Come with us. "'I am sure the good people of Bremen will be thrilled "'to have the three of us in their band.' "'So the three old creatures went on together. "'The miles went by slowly.' By and by, they came to a tumble-down shed near a duck pond. Perched on the roof of the shed was an old rooster. He was so ruffled and woebegone, he looked even sadder than the cat. The donkey politely asked him the way to Bremen, and the rooster said they had five more miles to go. As for me, said the rooster, I want to go to a better world. My master, the farmer, says I'm no use to him now, though I have protected his hens and eggs for years. Not a night has passed, summer or winter, without my warning him that it was nearly time to get up. Nobody dares enter the farmyard while I guard it, but it's all forgotten. He has no mercy. He will wring my neck tomorrow and boil me for supper. All humans are like that, said the hound. Most, but not all, said the donkey, and I'll bet, Mr. Rooster, that you can still yell cock-a-doodle too when the sun comes up. Indeed I can, said the rooster, standing up a bit straighter. He preened, flapped his sheeny wings, and crowed softly so the farmer wouldn't hear him. 
Cock-a-doodle-doo. Bravo, friend, said the donkey. An excellent note. You must come with us. We are all off to Bremen to join the town band. One is one. Two is two. Three is three. But four is a quartet. So off they went together, but all four were tired and hungry and in a strange place, and before long, they lost their way. To make matters even worse, nighttime came, and it was bitter cold. How will we ever find shelter for the night? asked the hound. After they talked things over, the rooster flew high into a fir tree. I see a twinkling light, called the rooster. Let's go see what it is. He flew down and led his friends through the dark woods. Soon they came to a fine stone house beside a stream. A bright light was shining in its windows. The four friends whispered to one another in the dark. At last, the old cat crept up to the window and peeked in. When the cat came back, she told her friends what she had seen. There's a great feast going on. There's a blazing fire and a table heaped with wonderful food. Everyone was very hungry and their mouths watered as the cat told them of the many pies and sweetmeats, breads and wines. And, said the cat, they must be robbers. The tables and chairs are piled with gold and silver and there's a huge bag of money on the floor. I've never seen anything like it. Hmm, said the donkey. I could munch on a few loaves of bread right now. The hound's mouth watered as he thought of the sweetmeats. The cat's whiskers twitched at the memory of rich cream and broiled fish. The rooster longed for a piece of pie. He had an idea. Let's make some music for them. Perhaps even robbers have hearts and will give us some supper. So the four friends crept over to the window. The hound leapt onto the donkey's back. The cat jumped up and sat on the hound's back. The rooster flew up and perched on the cat's back. Then all at once they burst into song. Ah! screamed the robbers, jumping out of their seats in terror. To them, the sudden noise of the animals' voices sounded like the shriek of demons. The robbers ran out of the house so fast they knocked over all the lights. Hooray! shouted the four friends. They went into the house, sat together merrily at the table, and had a huge feast. After supper, they said goodnight to one another. The donkey found a cozy bed on some bundles of straw in the yard. The hound lay down beside the door. The cat curled up in the warm ashes from the fire. The rooster flew up onto the curtain rod to roost until morning. Each one was full and happy and warm, and soon all four were fast asleep. Meanwhile, the robbers were hiding in the woods nearby, working up the courage to go back to the house. They wanted to get their loot. Around midnight, the house was dark and all was still. The captain of the robbers told one of his men to go back into the house to see what he could find. Quaking with fear, the robber crawled through an open window. It was pitch dark except for the two shining eyes of the cat. The robber thought those shining eyes were coal smoldering in the fire. Oh good, I can light a candle, he said to himself, stooping down and poking his candle right in the cat's eye. The cat yelled with fury, spitting and scratching at the robber. She leapt right into his face. Scared out of his wits, the robber ran to the door. Crash! He tripped over the hound. The hound sprang up. He bared the few teeth he had left and bit the robber on the leg. Ah! The robber leapt frantically across the dark yard and into the straw. What a surprise he had. He fell right over the donkey, who gave him a swift kick with his hoof. 
Tom. By now, the rooster was awake from all the noise. He flew down from the curtain rod and yelled at the robber as he had never yelled before. The robber fled back to his captain. There's a witch in the house, he cried. She spat at me and scratched me with her talons. By the door, there was a man with a knife. He stabbed me in the leg. In the yard, there's a horrible four-handed monster who beat me with a club. Then a screaming demon came out of the clouds and chased me. Hurry! We must escape while there's still time. Well, the robbers never went near that house again. The four friends were so snug and happy in the house, they decided not to go to Brennan just yet. Instead, they stayed in the stone house by the stream and practiced their singing. Every morning and every evening they sang, and they made lovely music together. A finer quartet has never been heard. The end. Oh, we love this story. This is such a good one. I like it because each of those animals, their masters led them to believe that they had nothing else to give to the world. They said, oh, you're no good anymore. But they had so much to give. And that's how we are. Even when we're feeling like, oh, I don't feel like I can give any good. I'm just feeling too tired or too sad. That's never true. We can always, always, always give so much good to this world. You know what I mean? I love you guys so much. I hope you're having a wonderful rest.